0: Hello and welcome to an all new episode of The Spotlight. I am one of your hosts, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California. I am so happy to be here tonight with uh, the one and only Jen, my co-host. Hi, co-host. How are you doing, Jen?
1: Hey, I'm doing good. Really excited to talk about some cool stuff.
0: Now, I know we talked about this on the show that we did on uh, Monday night, or I'm sorry, Tuesday night but I feel like I have to do that because there's people that are fans of yours and they know that you were in Hawaii. So please just let our viewers who who uh, know and love you know that you are doing okay.
1: You know, it's funny. I have probably gotten, I don't know, a, a lot, a lot of messages asking me, people seem to think that Hawaii is like all connected <laughs> and it's really not all connected. Um, we're about mm, maybe a hundred miles away from where the big active lava stuff is happening, so I'm safe. no problems there's uh there's no killer tsunamis coming there's no nothing we're all good
0: well i'm I'm glad of that uh you know we always think of Hawaii as a paradise, which it is, but then there's also you know other things that you gotta worry about which in any place you live you know I live in paradise too. Uh, you know, we got to worry about uh, uh, earthquakes, even though it's been a while since we really had a, a one of note, but, you know, so I guess that's the price of living in paradise, right?
1: Well, I had somebody ask me, what happens if the lava takes out the bridge? And I was like, what bridge? Apparently, some people think there's bridges in between the islands, so... <laughs> 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 there That's great no it, it's it's one of my that actually is now one of my favorite questions I think my all-time favorite question though is still when people ask me do they speak English in Hawaii oh
2: wow! yes yes
1: we <laughs> we all speak English in Hawaii um, we also all live in houses we don't live in huts or anything so it's very modern here we even have a target everybody
0: pretty cool. You know you're doing it big (laughs) when you got a (laughs) tarjay. All right. Well, I'm glad that you're doing good. And today we have a returning champ back to the show. This brother I was uh, fortunate enough to meet. uh, We both had a film in a uh, film festival. And when I saw his film, I was like, you know, I felt pretty good about the one we had in. And then when I saw his film, I was like, man. Uh, we got to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> it's, it's the one and only Damien D. Smith. What's up, Damien? Hey, Damian? everyone. How you doing today? Yeah, man. I, I, you know, to this day, man, I, I just love that movie about that. It was, uh, it's just so good and so inventive, and, and uh, you know, if anyone hasn't seen it, they gotta definitely check it out, and they can do that on with iTunes, right?
2: Yeah, about that is available on iTunes uh for purchase for $2.99. So you can you can uh support some uh some indie art for $2.99 on iTunes.
0: You know what I think I might do? I might do a video like a video of of uh films by independent filmmakers that especially that I know that are available especially for, you know, I wouldn't even say it's a reasonable price. That's like nothing. I mean people throw away three dollars, you know, at Starbucks. Uh that's half of what uh what they get at Starbucks, right? Just yeah. Camel, you know. Macchiato, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna think I'm gonna do do something like that because I think there's a lot of films that people need to know that exist that you won't you're not gonna know unless uh you're fortunate enough to see a show like this or be at a film festival or just hear, you know, with the if you keep your ear to the ground. And that's definitely one of the good ones about that,
2: for sure. Oh man, appreciate it, man. Thank you, man. We all, you know, as indie filmmakers and all of us, you know, in the arts, need as much um, support and assistance as 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 we as we can get for people to, uh, you know, just check out our art, man. And you know, art and commerce go hand in hand, so you know, artists have to eat too. So we really appreciate.
0: it. And you know, we're both we're both from Los Angeles, and it was funny because both of the films that we that I had and you had at the film festival, we shot like at the same location as well, uh-huh. which was really interesting, so.
2: Yeah, like Mer- the Lemur Park area, right?
0: Right, Lemur Park, right, uh, which was funny as heck because uh, we shot in the bathroom at a, uh, near um, Aki Bamboo, which is my favorite Jamaican joint in Los Angeles.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, I, I remember, um, I was on, on the ground with uh, my, my, my partner, miosha yeah. And uh, we were shooting un- <laughs> underneath the bathroom stall and somebody, a woman ca- walks in and looks at us we're <laughs> in, the, in the girl's bathroom and she looks at us like, what the hell is going on? And we're like, uh, we're shooting a film. And she goes, okay, I'll just go,
2: <laughs> just
0: leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> hey,
2: man, we gotta, let's give a shout out to those, uh, to the good people over at Aki Bamboo because they allowed me to shoot and they didn't know me from Adam. Like I had been in I patronized the business several times, but that, you know, but I didn't really know me to allow me to shoot um, to shoot uh, their the film there and use their facilities and resources. And I really do appreciate that. Um, they're they're really dope. And that's everybody go out there? And it is great. It's great Jamaican cuisine too. So go down there and check it out. When I first when I first moved to L.A., you know, I had moved out here from New York, so it was I was you know, looking for the good West Indian food and. That's it, and that—that's the place. That hit it up. Check it
0: out, y'all. Real talk. Anybody who knows me knows Aki Bamboo is my spot. <laughs> oh man, the short ribs, oh, man, uh-huh. the jerk chick. i mean, everything they got there. And you gonna this turned into a commercial for Aki
2: Bamboo? Yeah, guy. right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I love that place, legit. So well,
2: you know they deserve <laughs> it, man. Look what they do for you know us indie filmmakers. They—they they support us. That's what we need. We need support. To um, you know, get the get the message in the movies and, and and the films out to the masses, and they help facilitate that because a location rental fee can be ridiculous, right? And right. they're they're there for us,
0: right? It'd be arm a leg and a dick, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> definitely I, I'll give up the arm and a leg, but I don't know about the other piece. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So before we get into the reason why we why we have you here on the show, um, this brother, if you're following this brother on Instagram or Facebook or uh even Twitter, you know, this last year, this brother's been traveling. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I'm like, are you on tour? Because <laughs> this brother was like, I, I I mean, I'm probably gonna get some of the space the places uh mixed up, but I think you were like in Rome or something like that.
2: Yeah, I was uh I I did a lot of traveling because um one I was in St. Louis where I'm from I was there for about I was there for like three weeks. I was dealing with family, things like that. But then I went over to New York. Um, I was in New York for about uh, almost a month because I was also editing a, a documentary that I'm directing called Target St. Louis. I was there uh, working with that. And then I was, in, and I was in New York living New York life. And then I went over to um, Germany. And I was in Germany for a minute. Then I went over to uh, Ireland. And Ireland is just is beautiful, man. I, I I went. I had never seen green like that until I went to Ireland. And I was all around and seeing. I was in castles, man. I went all in these, you know, castles from the 1300s and learning all these stories of these, you know, these uh, Celtic, uh, Celtic, um, you know, clans and how all this happened. You know, learning the difference between Black Irish and regular and, and, and Irish folks and. The north and the south and all the all those things, man, it was beautiful. And I went, and Ireland is not that big. That I, I come to find out that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So we, I went from one part of Ireland to another part, and I, was, I stayed in different towns and things like that. And we went over, to, I went over to the Isle of Man, which is a a country which is south of, which is uh, south of Ireland and south of the United Kingdom. And I was there for a little while, and then headed over to uh, the UK. And I was in London with my peoples for a uh you know for a few weeks as well, man. So you know I was I had to you know got this traveling and some.
0: If if you weren't if you weren't putting
2: it on social media, I would have thought you was on the
0: run. Now he was <laughs> going through the-
2: <laughs> Yeah man. And you gotta, you gotta, hey you man we are global people man. We are global people now these days man get out get a passport and go. Mm-hmm. Get a passport and go. Because I mean that's what and that's what the world we got experience it influences your art it influences everything it influences how you interact with people now because you're dealing with different cultures different lives i always love to travel i travel I, I, I travel uh a lot if i if i can i'll travel much more if, if i wasn't always you know going to grind hustling and creating and creating like that man but traveling passports a plus
0: yeah i have my passport too so i plan on using i just got it last year Ooh, excuse me so, something in mind but um and uh one thing that I I loved about you know I was following your trip man uh, because you you did a great job of chronicling it on Thank social media man and I was like I was kind of living vicariously
2: through you man hey so, uh, yeah we, that's beautiful that's beautiful saying that because you know that's one of the reasons I'm not the I'm not the most open person when it comes to uh, especially social media man I, I tell you I'm late to the party I tell you right now. I, I, and and I understand that and I'm okay with it. Um, but. I was hearing things from my uh, family and friends from St. Louis, man. Like, hey, man, you know you jog, man. You, you know you. I, I check out you on Instagram. You make me want to make me run, man. Keep posting, man. Keep posting about your jogging, and I'm all and and uh, I'm like, oh man, appreciate it. Then I started to talk talking to my cousin, my little cousins and family and friends from back home, and like, oh man, you went over there, man. That's cool, man. I, get, I got to see this through you, so I see that there's a service that allowed this is a platform that allowed me to take. You know, I can't take everybody with me, but I can show you what's popping and hopefully it inspires you to say, hey, you know what? Damn you have been talking about this passport thing for a minute. Let me go ahead and just grab one and take me a trip, you know? So at least, and then, and you know, I, at least I can, you know, say I've been out the country and once you get out, once you get out the country and once you travel, it opens you up. You, you, it's like, I don't know if you into tattoos or something, you get addicted to it. You want to go see <laughs> see the world and you want to express and, the, and things like that, man. So. I, I I do it for inspiration as as, as much as I can because I want you know I want us to get our passport I want us to travel I want us to be you know citizens of the world as opposed to being just you know landlocked in the U.S.
0: Yeah that's definitely well said and and that's something I plan on doing. I, one thing I want to do is I want to make a uh, I want to set up a group trip to Kemet. Um oh. That's that's like my dream place to go. I haven't been yet, and i would be you know I I really want to do that because you never know the way things are, you know, and they want to close these borders and, and what? Yeah. so you, you probably should do it now, and what am I going to wait for, until I'm 90? <laughs> so, you know, so I want to do it now, I can get around and, yeah. and and enjoy it, you know what I mean, so... Me no, brother, I, I'd love to sign up with you. Yeah, yeah well, I'm going to do that, I'm going to set it up so that, you know, get as many people to go down there and, and really just ingest the history and, you know, and really go back home.
2: And that's one place I haven't been yet, and that's my next trip. I got to get over to Africa, man. I got to get to the continent of Africa. I've been having a, an infinity to uh, to get to the Congo for some reason, man. And I, I, I've never, ever since I was a kid, I said I want to go to the Congo, and I just never knew. I still don't know exactly why until I get there. I, I think it'll open it up. So I want to get over to the Congo, South Africa, Kenya. Uh, Ethiopia, and uh, you know, just want to travel all around. Just want to take some time. You know, I think after I finish my uh, my feature, I think I'm gonna take me a pilgrimage.
0: Oh yeah, yeah man. Uh, you know, it, those are uh, experiences that I, everybody that I know have been, you know, has totally changed their life. And you know, I want to experience that for myself as well. So oh, nice, man. Yeah. Now, um, before we get into uh, you know more about you and what you've been working on and such. Uh, I remember seeing on Instagram. Were you at a Black Panther premiere? Or was at a screening? I'm not quite sure. No, I went to
2: the. I went to the. I uh, went to the premiere. Oh, that's what's up. And it was it was Wakanda, forever, my brother. <laughs>
0: that's right.
2: <laughs> and, and when I say it was beautiful, to see that it was one of the best. I've I've been fortunate enough to be able to go to you know a nice amount of uh, film premieres, um, and that by far is the best I've been to because the level of excellence and black excellence that was represented in uh, at that place was, you mean Angela. First off, Angela Bassett was walking around looking like an angel. (laughs) Angela Bassett is is, is a woman of a certain age and that woman looks like she is uh, uh, forever 31. Right. (laughs) Right. You know what? I have
0: to say about Angela Bassett, she's beautiful on screen, Uh but in person, oh my
2: gosh. Yes, man. TV and movies don't do her justice. No, no, movies do not do Angela Bassett justice at all. Uh, And Lapita don't do her justice either. Oh man. she doesn't doesn't do Lapita. And Lapita, that is a uh, beautiful woman, man. Beautiful. Oh
0: man, you know she's my she's my little African crush. So <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love nice, I love nice. me some Lupita oh, Nyong'o, and in, in that movie she was she was awesome as well as Denay Guerrero. And- uh,
2: yeah, Letitia uh who plays the little sister. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful. I mean the whole the whole experience, man, was amazing. And they had and the and the after party was like you going to like it's like you were at the after party was at the. Um, at the um, oh man, what was it that? What's that hotel across the street from? Uh, it was across the street from the movie theater, the big one that everyone talks about. I can't Chinese? remember. Chinese. No, not the Chinese is where it was. The hotel across the street. Okay. The uh, the one.
0: I know what you're talking about. Uh, the, I, not the W. Uh, not the W.
2: Du- no, not the W. It's. I um, uh, you know, know what it, you're talking it, about. It, yeah. It's with R, I think. The Redberry, the Roxy. No, no, no. It's the uh, the Roosevelt.
0: Jeez.
2: Roosevelt. Yeah, yeah. The Roosevelt. Um, the Roosevelt. Was looked like a uh, it's like a Wakanda royal court. (laughs) When I say it was amazing, everything it was it was black excellence everywhere. It was dripping, black excellence was dripping, dripping all over that place.
0: I love it, man. I love it, and it was and it was a tremendous film too.
2: Yes, it was. Yes,
0: Ryan Coogler did an amazing job. So. Kudos to them, and it's on Blu-ray
2: now. So yeah, it just definitely. came out on Blu-ray, and and I and I hear I'm hearing it's, it's breaking numbers again, it's breaking records again on Blu-ray, and and it was released on iTunes, I think, a, a week earlier, mm-hmm. and, and you know everyone started to really uh, uh it, you know, took to it and was buying it. It was I'm, I'm so happy and proud of, about this film, and I'm so happy it was so good. Yeah, it was so good. good. He's three for three. Yeah,
0: uh, Ryan Coogler. Oh, he's killing it. Yeah, he's killing
2: Ryan it. Ryan, uh, Ryan you know, he's killing it, man. Ron Kugel is killing
0: it now. Last time that you came on indie radio, uh, you had this uh, the project, and I'm sorry that the name escapes me. Second, yeah, uh, there, there you go, yeah. Um, and, and talk about the uh, the experience now that it's been some time uh, since no, was-
2: second has taken a, a life of its own, man. Um, it, it was <laughs> it's an interesting film because it's it it, it focuses on um another way of looking at this police brutality situation and and how these uh these these officers are murdering our our brothers and sisters you know indiscriminately so and it, and it and it took it from a it, it took a, a uh, mental health uh route i took a mental health route when I was writing it and putting it together uh because i wanted to first you know like i said before uh present a third deterrent for for these guys you know you might you might get off uh, by public opinion, because maybe like, for example, the community that you live in think, hey, you did the right thing. And mm-hmm. we all know that, you know, some like minded individuals, you know, flock together. And then, uh, then maybe you break you get off on the court like, the you know, the, the judge or they don't indict you. You don't have to go to trial. All those things. You get off from that. But the one thing you cannot escape is yourself. You cannot escape you being a human being. If you kill someone unjustly, um, there's going to leave an imprint on is gonna leave something on you. And I and I wanted to present that aspect of it to show, you know, as another deterrent, like you give a, give you a half a second before you pull that trigger. You think about, am I gonna be able to live with this? And that brother might be able to dip left or dip right and get out of the way. You know
0: what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Yeah, man. Want to give some options. <laughs> yeah, man, that was very, very powerful work, man. That
2: Thank was, you, man. Thank you very much, brother.
0: Now, um, uh, now, talk a little bit. You kind of briefly mentioned uh, Target St. Louis. Uh, yeah, for so, those who may not know, talk about that a little bit. Sure,
2: man. Target St. Louis is a documentary that I'm directing. It's, um, it's a, um, we're in the editing phases now. It's a feature-length documentary. Uh, it's focused on uh, post-World War II, during the Cold War, era, Cold War era, the military conducted secret chemical testing on poor black people uh, in St. Louis. Uh, it's from the neighborhood in the area where I'm from, uh, from my hometown and um my um how i came about this documentary my grandmother and i communicate with each other through sending mail sending clippings to each other on occasion so like you know she sent me a a clipping that was from the st louis post dispatch and we discuss it or talk about it or something like that and so she sent me one this time she's like you know i was in this area um it was around the pruitt igo housing complex areas where it were the uh the majority of the testing took place for st louis and um what happened is that she, I lived in this area. And I was like, oh yeah, so I started doing some research, research, and doing some preliminary uh, uh, research, and then got into, really got into it. And then it was a, um, it's a, it's a, a doctor uh, Taylor, Martino Taylor, Lisa Martino Taylor. She had wrote, she had wrote a thesis statement about this, and you know, exposing a lot of this uh, testing, illegal testing done by the government on poor people in St. Louis. And so I was able to contact her and we, get, we was, um, me and the team were able to get in there and figure out, you know, not figure out, figure out what actually really happened. And she was a great resource, uh, Mr. Dr. Taylor is the best. She's really cool, really nice, uh, really, really nice woman. And uh, she was really, her, her, her findings are public, you know, are published. So we was able to go through those, read those. And then I started, you know, uh, speaking to people who were actually in that area and was actually affected by this chemical testing and uh, throughout the stages of interview that we did with. And the sad part for me is that uh, not just as our people were affected and it was my family in particular was affected a lot as well because my grandmother is from that area. And then I have uncles and, and, and family members that are in the documentary as well that were actually in that area and they, they suffer from these health defects and these health problems from the testing in this area. And a funny thing that the testing was doing was going concurrently at the time that the Tuskegee experiments were happening as well, mm. so they weren't just testing the brothers from the Tuskegee experiment. They were testing all around. Uh, they were doing several testing under the, you know, the, the Board of Health and a lot of, lot of, a lot of ways they schemed it and, and hid it to make it seem like it was something else. But this is actually what it was. And uh, we go in depth in that, and we go in depth to the history of St. Louis, uh, my hometown. And you know, I wanted to, I had to. I'm, you know, I'm not a documentary. I'm a filmmaker. Right. Um, um, but I, I know documentary filmmakers who are they, this is their world. I'm dabbling in their world because I have a passion for it because it's from my hometown, and my fa- my hometown and also my family was affected by this as well. so it, it, I was compelled to you know take my resources and my talent and fight it and fight against the system and expose the system, you know, speaking truth to power as much as I can about a, a, a heinous atrocity that happened towards our people, man we can't just let these things just ride out like that.
0: Yeah, man, and it's so important to get these stories told because, to be honest with you, if we don't tell these stories, they'll never see the light of day. So I want to thank you. Yeah, man, appreciate it. And
2: doing the research too. Yeah, the researching, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And and the stories are so compelling, man. And it's and it's been, you know, it's it can affect you mentally as well because you're thinking you don't know why you feel this way or you think you're you just unlucky or you just think you know this cloud of you know, uh, of 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 bad luck and you know bad timing has surrounded your family. But a lot of times, there are people responsible for this. Why you can't breathe easily? Why you have certain deformities? Why certain things happen? It ain't, it ain't because you have been. You know, I'm a, I'm a believer in God. You have been. You know, um, you've been. You know, looked unfavorably by God, or or God's giving you these tests to go through and things like that. Sometimes these are man made issues, and we need to expose that because. You know, uh the more we know, the more information that's out there, then we're able to, you know, um make sure if one, it doesn't happen again. And then secondly, protect children. That's right. Uh, the people who that's cannot right. fight for themselves. So we gotta be there for our people. That's right.
0: Uh Jim, are you there? I am. Okay, I sent you something on Facebook Messenger. <laughs> but uh um yeah, I had to but uh Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you.
1: Oh, there we go. Okay.
0: Yeah, just check your Facebook Messenger. Um, You know, another thing, too, that uh, people don't understand is that these things uh, actually affect generations Mm -hmm. of people. Like, you know, they think, because you always hear, oh, that was so long ago, but they don't understand that the effects of this stuff travels from generation to generation. Can you speak a little bit on that?
2: Yes, it does. Yes, it does, brother. Um, you know, and they use like it was cadmium, white phosphorus, and we all know that cadmium is a cancer causing agent. And, and, and that stuff, and some things can go down. You just know, you know, everything's can get into your DNA. It's a lot of stuff that uh, really uh, could affect uh, people and also their offsprings and everything, man. And, and it's immensely. And, and who knows, you know, it might, it might, St. Louis is a very, my hometown. I love it. I love the people there, really good people there. But there's a lot of uh, poverty and there's, a lot of, there's not a lot of uh, uh, opportunity when it comes to, like, jobs and things to do. And it's a, it was a very violent place, uh, St. Louis is. And, um, and this might, you know, who knows that, who, who can say for sure that this may not have something to do with it? Right. And, you know, but the, and, and 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 the government just left and just left you to your own devices that. Yeah, we did these tests and just kept we going to keep it moving. And no follow-up, no, you know, let me make sure these people were okay. And then they and they and they tested people without their knowledge. Right. And and here is a here's a real quick fact about them. They also did other testing. But they informed that city that they were testing because that city, that area what they were doing was predominantly uh, Caucasian. Mm-hmm. So they they informed them and let them know and that city you will have to look check out the documentary to you know uh, find out what, that city was able to revolt. They broke the apparatuses, they kicked they literally kicked them out by throwing rocks at the trucks and kicking these people out because you know as a kid when you used, used to have a uh we used to ride around and uh you see those uh trucks spraying for mosquitoes and things like that. I, mm-hmm. I guess we had them in St. Louis. right but, you know you be like, oh, they they they, they spray them, you know, pesticides. So, uh, but that's what they were doing. with that's what they were doing in St. Louis. They would come around with the trucks and station wagons. That you think they're spraying pesticides. So your kids out there playing and all this. But what they're really doing is doing chemical military testing. And uh, but the people of the other city just kicked them out. But we did. So they and they learned from that and they wanted to make sure they didn't tell the people of St. Louis, except for a few a few companies. And organizations which you'll find out more in uh, target st louis
0: when do you think we'll be able to uh, get a chance to well i'm working
2: that? to have it done we're in the editing process right now uh we had we caught up with a few uh snafus uh, with a certain things that um, that were just that's at this point just irritants but uh we're working to have something for you june july oh that's too. yeah july yeah june july august this summer you will be sad we'll be having the screening this summer uh starting in st louis and then going all around.
0: All right, man. I, I can't wait to see it, man. I uh, mean, you're know, uh,
2: the first one I sent it to, brother. You've been you you supported every project that I've been a part in and and uh, I've done, and I and I really appreciate you and 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 the entire uh your entire system, man. I really appreciate you guys very much. That's a
1: big story. That's, thank a, you. that's a huge story.
2: Thank you very much. And thank uh, my, you- my, my grandmama. My grandmama is the one who was a catalyst of this all. Yeah, and she, I, I, Sarah Modella Bones, That's my name.
0: Do you plan on uh, doing the screening here in Los Angeles? Yeah, I will. I definitely will. Oh, that's great, man. I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm, I really am because uh, w- one is, I you know, I'm a big history buff, and and I've, it's so important for these stories to be told. And I'm just very excited about it, man. You 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 had me the minute you uh, first told me about it. So oh, gonna, thank you, brother. Thank you very much. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. all right so um so b- before we go on to uh the your latest project i want to ask you about uh um uh, now you're a filmmaker you're a writer uh-huh. you're doing a lot of things but you're also an
2: actor yes i am
0: and uh so how's uh so what's going on on the acting front
2: oh man thank you for asking brother um, well, I went I went down to South by Southwest this uh the previous uh this year. South by Southwest because uh it's a movie that I'm a part of that I'm in called Jen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh it's a coming of age story about a young lady um who's having ident- identity uh with her sexuality and also with her religion. Her mother actually uh converts to Islam.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and uh so it's a story about a young lady who has to converts to Islam because her mother does and Growing pains within that. And it's it's a it's a great story. Uh I really enjoyed it. I played Daoud, uh the father of the young lady's love interest.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, and it's um and we have and it's throwing um I'm so sorry, I just got caught up on something. My apologies. Um it's it's throwing one well, more because I want to make sure I got everyone's name uh properly uh said. It's throwing it's throwing Simone Messick uh Missick, i'm sorry Simone missic which you know her for as misty Knight, uh in mm-hmm. in um in in luke Cage. Yeah. uh zoe renee who is on the choir who's excellent hashim um he's the brother on the blacklist uh dorian uh dorian messick Simone's husband and also you know, phenomenal actor kevin kelvin harris jr who's in everything in Sundance this year, and last but not least, well, uh, uh, last but not least, my wife in the film is Kelly Jean who's who's phenomenal always, and it's uh, several several other standout talents as well. More uh, Maya Morales, uh, it's it's you know a lot of folks, man. We love we love it, and we're really happy to be a part of it. So we so it, it it um it premiered in South by Southwest, and it ended up uh, winning best screenplay best writer, best screenplay. And now we're, uh, we're, we'll are we be in American Black Film Film Festival this year. it will be in ABFF. So you'll right. we'll be down in ABFF. So I will be down in ABFF. All right, that's Check what's it out. up, man. So it's, it's, a, it's a really good story. It's a powerful story. It's, um, it's, 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 it was, it's I mean, I can say it's really dope. I got to give it to Najla. Najla Munn uh, is the um, is the director, writer. Um, this, this This was her first feature. Oh, wow. and it's she. She deserves all the accolades that she's receiving for it. It's a very beautiful, poetic film. Man. Uh DP, Bruce Cole. Bruce has done all type of uh, great things, and he's a storyteller. Uh, just check it. You know, I can't wait till you guys get a chance to check it out when it hits. The, when it hits either uh, the big screen or ne- or Netflix. That's what I'm assuming is going to go. I'm pretty. They 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 more they know more of the details than I do. But it's a it's a good film. I can't wait to check it out.
0: No. Now uh, let me ask you a little bit about your vanity, because you, you're you're a, a, a young brother, right? Yeah. And now as an actor, um, you're playing a dad. Yeah, man. <laughs> so so how do you, you feel about that? You know,
2: now being you know the, from the leading man to you know pops. Man, you know, you know what it was. I'm, I, I've never had any ambitions of being a uh, 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 quote unquote leading man. Mm-hmm. i i i thought they were cool you know you'd always want to save the girl and you know get the beautiful have the beautiful co-host but i I always looked at myself and i would continue looking at myself as a character actor mm-hmm. and i i because i was inspired by you know uh, you know cats like don Cheadle and uh, and and i like sam rockwell and and, and um uh, Giovanni Ribisi
0: right
2: and and uh, uh um who uh, it's all these great character actors uh jeff Goldblum, these were the people who I saw when I when I when I was inspired to be, uh, to tackle acting and be an, be a performer. When I was going and doing these theaters. those were the guys who inspired me because they looked like they were having fun.
0: Right,
2: like John Leguizamo was one of one of you know a, a great inspiration to me. Like he was having fun doing what he wanted to do and what he did. Uh, you know, uh, Paul Giamatti, he's a character actor, but he uh, but he comes over and be a leading man, or he be uh, you know he's number one on the call sheet. On occasions, but he's he's essentially a character actor. You know, those were the ones I feel had the, you know, the best time. So that was um, you know, so I that that for me was not a, it was ever a transition. But also, it did kind of. I was like, uh, do I, you know, yeah, uh, uh, pops. You know, I, I read the script. I really enjoyed it. I really liked the director because she was uh, it was a sister, a young Muslim sister who was really wanting to show uh, show a side of Islam that is not. You know, regularly portrayed in in uh, today's uh, media and definitely in film a lot of times. So I wanted to be a part of something like that. So that's what made me, you know, say, "Hey, you know what? It is what it is." You know, I want to I want to go for it, and I, I went for it. I grew my beard out. Luckily, luckily, you know, genetics kicked in. Maybe from some of this, some of that testing. I was talking about the talk in St. Louis. I have this gray patch. Oh yeah, you know, right here that grows with my beard. You know ever since I was growing a beard, you know, really. So <laughs> that's when it grows out like it did and for the film it, it ages me a little older if you want to play it that way. So it helps out, you know, so Yeah. That was the thing. But I, I didn't think about that. I feel y'all thought about it for a second, but <laughs> luckily character acting is my is the forte that I want to go into. Like you remember when Mouse came into Devil in the Blue Dress? Oh yeah, yeah. All he right, stole the film. It stole, you know. Yeah. You remember when uh we we we, we had a uh Jeffrey Wright in shaft oh yeah he's, he's that's still. fun man you guys were having fun john leguizamo in spawn yep. these, yeah these these guys were having jeff goldblum in the big chill you mm-hmm. know ensemble character actors you know because i always knew that i had a, I, I wanted to I, I love performing i love stage i love you know uh i love that but i also knew that i'm an artist. I, I i was an artist and directing was also always in my future so when i was going through my conservatory and theater in New York and all of this. I always had a idea that I want to do both. I was transitioning my artistry to this as well. So it, it worked out perfectly for me. I,
0: I'll tell you though about the, the gray in the beard. I remember the first time I noticed it, I thought I had lint in my beard. So I was just like, <laughs> and it wasn't coming out. I was like, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> that's what that is yeah <laughs> so yeah it was it was definitely an eye-opener hey <laughs> you know? uh, I, I understand brother i definitely yeah, understand. but you know it is what it is so it's all good mm-hmm. it's all good so let's talk about your latest project that we want people to get out and vote for yes. uh, for those who may not know tell us about the project and tell us about uh what you the call to action that we want today
2: Oh man, okay. So the latest project is Daddy's Beauty Girl. It's a uh, story that's about a young, uh, about a father uh, preparing his daughter for him not to be around like she's used to seeing him. It was written by Latham Ford. Um, and this is the first project that I did not write that I'm directing. So I went, and that was a challenge that I wanted to take take on and and, and Latham and I said, and uh, after he, he, sent, he, he uh, sent me the script, uh, it's funny how how it even came about, because Latham was also a neighbor, and um, we used to play, and we used to see each other at the gym playing ball and everything, and he had seen my, uh, he had seen previous projects, and he was like, man, I really like, you know, like to tell stories, and I, you know, I got this thing, I wrote, man, um, I feel it, I, you know, I, I feel it, Just tell me what you think, and I um, I checked it out, I was like, hey, man, I like this, you know, it's. It's 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 portraying us in a manner that you know. Again, I try to fight against the uh, the imagery that the, the weaponized imagery that's you know, that put out against African American men. So that's was a, that check that was a box that was checked for me. And then I was like, I, I, I like the heart of this story, and let's play with it and make something happen with it. And we went into it, and um, you know, I directed it, and his brother starred in it, and we just made it to what it was. It was it was a, it was a journey. was some it was some work but we made it happen man and i'm really happy about it i'm really happy about it man. really
0: before we get into the particulars about it um it's funny that you know it's your neighbor right uh and a lot of times you know whether it be a neighbor or a friend or something Uh they always got an idea yes and it's never that you really want to do (laughs) you know it's like it's like oh man hey i know you be making movies right yeah idea and and then you're just listening to the idea, even though you don't want to. Right. And it's always like a hundred million dollar budget. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. they, ain't gonna, they ain't gonna help you get the money for it. No, um, no, no, no.
2: So. turn it on over, man. It, it, <laughs> Here we go, man. Take that run with it. It's dope, though. Give me all, <laughs> matter of fact, give me all the credit, too. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, man, I, I'm happy it wasn't that. And Latham, you know, he he, he, he told me about it. He was, I seen his enthusiasm about it mm-hmm. at the beginning. That's what made me go, huh. All right, let me check it out. And I was like, oh, okay, this is. Um, it, it had the heart, and, and, and that's what I. And that's what I felt. I felt. I felt the heart, in it. and he told me what inspired him to write it. So I was like, oh wow, okay, okay, all right, yeah, let, let, let's play with it because it just aligned with everything that I was about. And I had some ideas on how I wanted to tell this particular story. And. Um, and it was, it was, you know, it, it came across, I, I I believe, you know, well, so I would not. Now, it's funny that you broke
0: you broke one of the, the rules they say you're not supposed to do. What's that? But it worked out so beautifully oh. in the film, working with kids, right? Yeah, man. But this little girl is so adorable. And you know what? She's amazing. You know what's so funny about me is, mm. I, I don't normally like adorable kids. <laughs> <laughs> adorable kids get on my, I, I'm so weird. Adorable kids like in movies sometimes uh-huh. great my nerves, right? Uh uh-huh. this little this I, I don't know what it is. I just don't like, you know, the little you know, it's like I don't know, it just seems overkill. But uh-huh. this this young lady that you have in this in this film is so good. And uh, I really enjoyed watching her and I loved watching uh, Latham and
2: the young lady uh Jasmine uh Jasmine uh act with Jasmine. Everyone came together uh, seamlessly, man. Everyone came together seamlessly. Everyone uh, <laughs> did exactly what they were supposed to do and took care of everything. They did, exact, they did exactly what they were supposed to, do, supposed to do and they all really just, it just flowed. It was very organic and that's what I liked about it. It was nothing that, I, that was seen forced. It was nothing that I, you know, it wasn't a struggle. Uh, we got there, Coy knew her lines very, Koi mm. was three. Three years old when we shot this. Wow! I, wow. I was like, "Yo, this is crazy!" And we only had one real rehearsal. The rest of the time, she was um, she was with her mother, and her mother was like, "Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready for a debut, you know." And I'm like, "Okay, you know." And I had already foreseen some issues going to have to happen. I'm like, "Okay, it's a three year old we to deal with it. Come on, three year old." But when I got there, we was uh, when I got there for on production day, she was so you know tight. And knew her stuff, and so up for the challenge. I was, I was just, I was impressed and amazed by this. She has a bright, bright future uh, coming up soon, I, and I'm looking to work with her again um, yeah, because she she, she delivered. She delivered on the adorable. She delivered on, on lines, and she and and she was just a natural. It didn't. It was all. It was, it was set perfectly, man. She she's the heart and the driving force of the film, and I and I and I and I applaud and I applaud Corey, and I can't wait to. Get a chance to play with her again. Mm-hmm. No, you know, I, I, oh,
1: I, I just I just got to interject something and say, <clears throat> like you know, I've got three kids of my own, okay, and I have seen them do everything from school plays to out here in Hawaii we have something called May Day. They've had speaking lines. They've had my son plays guitar, uh-huh. and it is really hard to get your kids to uh, to act isn't even the right word. It is hard to get your kids even when they are well prepared to be super authentic because once the pressure is on, yeah. it, that's a t- that's a tough role and this little girl, she is so authentic. There's there's no there's a seamlessness from what you know is supposed to be happening uh story-wise and and what she is putting out there and there there is no line in between it. It's just Perfect. She, yeah, she is awesome.
2: She is awesome. And you know, we we I know when we got to when, when when we were on um on set, you know, I really had to, you know, we had to work. You know, it was a work. Because again, she is three, you know. So it was it took some time. But when she and I locked locked in and we were, you know, you gotta you gotta you gotta finesse away with a three year old. And you gotta be able and keep it, you have to keep it play. You gotta keep it happy because they don't do anything they don't want to do uh so you got to keep it a certain type of way and in a certain type of way of managing a uh, managing Koi. um but it it was it was it was it was a process but it was a good process and I was happy to be doing it because I see the I see the potential in her and um and I see nothing but great things for the future for for Koi and um and she she was a, she's a beast man she's a really she's a beast and you know we and her mother gets all the credit you know in my opinion her mother her mother was there. She was on set with us. We had to, you know, even when delivering some of the lines, you know, when, when Koi would, you know, uh, veer off a little bit, she helped bring her back in, and we would take time, and, hey, let's just play. Me and Koi, I'd be on the ground with her just playing around and just, you know, just having a conversation with her to, get her to get her right where she needs to be, and then i just slide myself out and then them would slide right on in and we we'll, we'll, we'll get it going. You know, whenever we came to a hiccup or we came to a, a point where we could see that she was getting a little agitated, uh, we just you know just stopped it and just worked and worked and worked the play of it, they worked the uh, the enjoyment of it, and then she was ready to go again. So it's it's, it's a it's a strategy we're working with kids. Luckily, I have a lot of experience working with kids because I, I used to teach theater to kids at uh, after school programs and at, and at, 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 uh, at risk, you know, those at risk schools that they call it. You know, in uh, at-risk neighborhoods, they like the label. Um, so I, used to, I, I work with all you know kids from second second grade all the way to you know ninth grade, and, so, nice. and, and, and certain in New York and, and here. So yeah, it helped out. That you,
0: would you find her?
2: Would you say? would you find her? Look, like I said, seamlessly. Latham had Koi already.
0: Oh.
2: Yeah. Wow, Nathan, okay. had, Nathan had Corey already. He said, he said, I have this little girl, man. She's adorable. You're going to love her. You know, I'm like, yeah, okay. All right. You know, he said, he, and I'm like, and I went, I'm like, oh yeah, you're a hundred percent right, Nathan. Yeah. So. And kudos to
0: Latham. Uh, his performance was amazing. Uh, you know, great performance. You felt the heart mm-hmm. in, in the performance and they had great chemistry. And for a minute I was like, Is that his kid? You no, know, like,
2: but no, that makes it even better that you know they they developed chemistry on the scent. That's awesome. awesome. Well, no, way well, they knew each other because you know, at first off, coy lives the Huxtable lifestyle. Mom daughter, mom with mom a lawyer, daddy a doctor. Oh wow. You know, <laughs> yeah, she lives the Huxtable lifestyle. You know, she's uh and I, and I Latham is a close friend uh of the family, and he was like, Yo, man, I'm telling you i if she's going to be dope and I and he was 100% correct
0: wow that's great he was great and then uh, the, mother, the mother was great too and it, uh tell us about her
2: jasmine has such a uh a simplistic beauty to her performance that i really appreciate um she came in as a professional that she is and 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 just delivered everything that we needed um what we didn't have, like, I think we had maybe a possibly a rehearsal, but I don't think if I can remember correctly, I don't know if it was even that. And she came in, and it, the, I wanted a certain tone for because I mean, I, without you know, giving giving away, I wanted a certain tone for, for Jasmine, uh, for her character, and she provided that you know, beautifully, and 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 it was just very present. In her performance, and it just really, it really, it really made me feel good. And I got an added bonus. uh Jasmine has tattoos of Ind- Indinkra symbols on her. I noticed that. Yeah, and that was I, well, because I'm I, in, in all my projects. If you, I don't know, if it's I, I, I kind of promote like natural hair on certain things, you know. uh So like, like about that, everyone in here was natural hair, had natural hair, and she came in with this big booming Afro. I was like, oh yeah. That's what I'm talking about, and she can't. And 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 then when I saw then Dinkra tattoos, I was like, oh wow, look at this! Everything the universe uh, was in alignment, and that just lets you know you're going the right way. Mm-hmm. The things line up so seamlessly like that.
0: Yeah, she's a very beautiful uh young lady. Yes, she is uh, talented. Uh, talented as well. So mm-hmm. you know, because you know, you know how it is. Sometimes that the beautiful will outshine the talent. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, You'll be like, she fine, but she can't, act, you know, but that was
2: good. So, good. so yeah. that was good, man. She's a total package.
0: So l- let me ask you a little bit about your, your directing style. Like, um, as an actor, uh, I imagine that you use some of your experiences as an actor, as a director, to, yeah. to get the performance that you need oh, to get.
2: Yeah. Talk yeah. a little bit about that. How oh, you- man. that that uh, Me being an actor is one of the um, biggest benefits I believe they helped me out in my directing because, uh, as you know, as an actor, I know what it it takes to get to a performance. Like for example, there I, know I have I have a lot of friends that are directors as well, uh, and a lot of them go and take acting classes at some of these some of the, some of the biggest workshops and acting and training schools out here because they want to be able to know how to communicate with actors. Uh, better and more uh, effective, uh, effectively. And they want to see, you know, get into what it really takes in the preparation that it takes to get into these characters and how and what it and how to sustain these characters because you know it's a process in filming and to stay and live in something and live with a person and, and live inside somebody's head or someone live inside your head. That's a process, man. That's why you know everybody can't do it, you know. Um, so they have to go and try to, you know, seek that knowledge out. Where for me, I, this is my training. You know, I I come from that, so I'm able to have a shorthand when it comes to like talking to the actors and talking to, uh, I would, and talking to the actors and talking about their intentions and their performances. And I can speak to them on a level that we are eye to eye. It's not like from this guy telling you what to do. It's like here's another, here's another, here's another performer. Who knows what it takes and knows the sacrifice and the time and the dedication and the love for it that you have to have and, and and also already as a director, knowing where I want you to be, and and, and it helps me effectively communicate you getting to that place. So that helps me out tremendously being a, being a being an actor. Uh for example, like in about that, what I what I um that's the only one that I was actually uh I started, I was actually in and directed. What it gave me, it gave me a perspective that I don't think a lot of directors get. Because me being actually in the scene, instead of me being behind the monitor, I'm in the scene. I'm perform. I, I know my performance, but I also know exactly what I want. What what I want to be feeling while I'm in the scene. And if I'm not feeling it, I'm saying, you know what? I mean, it's, it's, let's try another take. And here are some other intentions. And here are, here's another direction for you to go. And because and then also because also. thing we're actually we don't know sometimes what the other pieces are you know this happening like this light is coming in this way for a reason i'm hitting you harsh like this because there's a sentiment uh there's a value of and and there's a sentiment that i'm trying to put across by setting the light out like this so if you can get in pocket with that we all can it push everything so i'm able to be in it and also express to people you know express to them you know let's Let's try this out. It's a reason, I promise you, and I'm able to communicate with you, communicate with actors a little more effectively uh, because I'm a a performer as well to show this is what I'm trying to say and this is what I want and this is the reason you're doing this because it might not make sense to you or you might want to try something else. You definitely can try it because I believe in creativity, but also I need this because it falls in line with the bigger picture because actors are really consumed about what their role is in a project, which is... Rightfully so, but there's a whole lot of moving pieces when it comes to uh, performing uh, a film that you know uh, I'm able to. I think it helps me communicate a little better. As
0: you know, you know one thing that I, I love about your work is that um, that you do a great job of of making people look good as a director. Like um, I remember in about that as well as um, your other films is. Uh, you do a great job with the lighting and with the way that the people are filmed, and you bring out their beauty and also the beauty in the performances as well. And uh, your visual style is really excellent. i I was that was one of the things that really caught my eye when i when I saw your work on on the big screen as well as the work since then. It seems like you put a lot uh, put a lot into the visual style of what you're shooting. Uh, talk about, Talk about like some of your process as far as uh, when you're about to shoot, as far as what you're trying to accomplish with the camera and,
2: you know, and, and uh, that
0: that sort of thing.
2: You know what? It comes with, uh, I, uh, especially when I'm let's say sort of, so sort the of last three of uh, my stories are usually uh, have a component of us, meaning uh, African-Americans or just, you know, uh, people in a, of the African diaspora. So I I really want to ha- I really want us to be represented on screen. You, we, we, it's, it's so much. We have to fight against so many negative imageries and, and so many weaponized uh, visuals um, on, on so many different levels because they're constantly, you know, uh, projecting a, a stereotypical view of us. And, some, and, and and we have to be, we have to be. Um, our eyes got to be open to it because it's, it's sometimes it's subliminal. It's like it's the positioning of a man. Let's say two men standing. One guy might be shorter than the other guy, but this somehow this guy's taller and this guy's shorter. But and and aesthetically, you might not pay attention to it. You might not even think about it as anything. But it's constantly, you know, uh, re, uh, reiterating a level of subordinate or a level of someone that is not, you know. And I and I like to combat that against uh, combat that as much as possible in my visuals. So I stay. I, I work towards that, and 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 I want and, and I want our quality to be at a certain level at Excellent. all times. And it, it's not just me I uh, when, it, when it comes to that. I have a great DPs. My main, the DP I use normally is Noel Maitland. Really dope, uh, really dope DP, uh, a, a, a advocate. One of our advocates, you know, the brother's a beast. Uh, he's a beast. And Noel and I have done two films together and we're gonna have to do several more together. But for Daddy's Big Girl, it was uh, a sister named Crystal Kelly because I think it was important to have uh, the sensitivity of a um i want uh, i wanna, i really wanted a a a woman filmmaker uh to be a part of this and the sensitivity and i knew what the story was and i knew what i wanted to put across and i, I and and also i was working with a three year old right and and you know you you are a lot more comfortable with people who look like you right you know, and I knew I had to have that around there because a lot of things to send a three-year-old off. Like you know, there's a lot of things that could happen. So I wanted to make sure that that was represented as well. And we we sit down and we talk about our intentions in every scene. That shouldn't be a that shouldn't be a frame that's gratuitous. Right. Every frame matters, and every frame should tell a story. So that's why, that's that's the school of thought that I come from when I'm directing. I want if uh, you're seeing something, it's intentional. It's not arbitrary, and it's and it and it, and it, and it's and it's there to push the story forward. I'm here telling you something by looking at this, and and hopefully you can go and hopefully you can go back and watch it again. Be like, oh, I've got a new interpretation of it. That's what art is. Art is really an interpretation of what the artist is putting out, wow. and uh, you know. So if you go back and watch some of the greats, like Dog Day Afternoon, Serpico, Al Pacino's so The City of God, you know. Uh, you know a lot of foreign films are really good at doing that you know uh you know american films are are are, are, are as as well but i just wanted to i really want our aesthetics and our uh our, our our aesthetics to be beautiful or 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 whatever the intentions are if your intentions are to be grainy and 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 and, and violent or uncomfortable i want it to be that but nothing mm-hmm. is nothing is done without an intention behind
0: it. you you know what's so funny? Uh, the th- the young lady who's three years old. Uh, uh, what's, her what's her name again? Coy. Koi. Yeah. When I see a young lady like that, or just any kid who can deliver such a great performance at like three years old, it uh-huh. makes me go, "Dang, I must have been slow." Because I really doubt at three years old, I think I was just picking boogers or something like that. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, like I don't think I was that
2: that that genius at three to, to pull off anything remotely <laughs> like that. Hey man, it's these indigo kids, man. It's these <laughs> indigo kids, man. My, I, got, I got a niece, man, she, uh, she's about to be, she's working on being too, man. She can grab my phone and pull up her games and do all this stuff. She can, I mean, they, they're advancing. They're advancing yeah. and that's what society is, culture is, they're advancing. It's just what it is. I'm happy, I'm happy to see it. I found a, um, a report card when i was when i was like five or something
0: uh-huh and i was reading it I, at first it was one of those things where it was like oh this is cool uh, and then i started reading it and it was saying it, it gave me a low score on coordination i was like dang what was i when i had two left feet you know like i, I started getting mad when i was reading it coordination? <laughs> yeah i was like i, was like, I want to recount yeah <laughs> It, yeah, I posted it on Facebook. I'm gonna have to repost that. Oh, I want to check it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it like it broke down. Like oh my, it said I got an A in, in sleeping. Huh? <laughs> you did that time like, really well, huh? Yeah, I, I I ate and and slept pretty well. So I did. I got I knocked those out the park. But uh, oh, see, yeah. So, but kudos, like I said, kudos
2: to you. Oh, man, thank you, man. We yeah, gotta man. look good, man. We gotta look good. It's just, just what it is. <clears throat> so let, let's talk about hey, the call. Oh, go ahead, Jen. And uh, then I'll...
1: I, I was just gonna say, Damien did did you uh did you use any um from a technical standpoint? Right first, I want to say I really like the way that this thing is edited. There's a a nice flow to It it, it does not feel choppy. It feels really Organic, like people are actually moving in exactly the way that they're supposed to between where the shots kind of come together. But uh, did you use any kind of um, special filters on any of those shots?
2: You know what? Um, it wasn't special filters. I think we shot. Was it? I think we just used a GH4 or you know. But you know what? I got to give praise to our editor, Alan Seweley. That brother was our editor, and you might know him. Um, he does the front seat chronicles, who is also a social conscious like series about you know things that happen in front of a uh, in the front seat of a car. So Alan is used to editing things that are you know in one location or so or uh, minimum locations, and he really he really uh, when well, him and I sat down and we you know it was so many different options because again Coy is three, so she was improving a lot of stuff that. You know, she she couldn't, she wouldn't recreate. She just moved on to the next improv or the next thing, and when it gets to, that's when it becomes more of a challenge in editing. So, um, so we that was a real challenge. So that's kind of that's what took, you know, uh, uh, longer in the editing process for something that is, I mean, essentially like around eight minutes, eight or nine minutes. So it, it took that, it took it took longer because of that but it seceded uh, in my opinion because of that you know but it, you know we had to match and things so alan was alan was a beast on on that and he know he, him him and i thugged it out alan lives way out so i would have to take these journeys and um you know go up to calabasas and we will sit down and chop it up for hours and you know talk about what we want to tell and how we want to tell the story and we I, I sit there and we i sat there and edited with him you know the entire process and he was He's a great editor, yeah, Alan Swerly, man. Check, check, check that brother out. Nice, and, yeah. So, yeah, that's and I and thank you very much for that compliment. And,
0: and for oh, those uh, who don't know, uh, L.A. to Calabasas is a good trip. Thanks, <laughs> you.
1: Well, I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give you one more compliment to that because the the specific reason I asked about the filters is because there is a a, a noticeable without giving anything away, yeah, I nice noticeable light change in between certain scenes and yeah. and it it puts you in exactly the right mood that you need to be in in order to sort of understand what's going on so mm-hmm. that's one more really nice level it's it's a beautiful layer good job oh,
2: thank you thank you and I, and also i mean i really appreciate the compliment and i want to say thank you for uh on behalf of our dp as well crystal 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 came in and we said, Crystal and I took a bottle of Jack Danielson. Well, I took a bottle of Jack Daniel's, and, uh, <laughs> and we shot listed this out all the way. And we, because we knew what we wanted to show. and We knew what we wanted to portray. And, and even when it comes down to the feel and how the lighting should and should not hit, you know, and what we wanted to do. And also that thing that you're talking about, we, uh, we, we intentionally wanted to make sure that that came across because also you know, like i say every story every frame is a story being told so the lighting is telling the story of in a situation you know when it's getting dark it's nighttime it's getting you know, night is coming vampires is about to come out you know oh we got to race the sun you know everything has an intention to mm-hmm.
0: uh, isn't it good though when you collaborate with people and you guys are in a kind of the same headspace, like where you guys kind of see the project kind of similarly, and it makes I just think that when you collaborate with people that that get what you're trying to do with it and have the same kind of goal
2: uh it just makes the process so much better so much better there's so much like work with like minded individuals mm-hmm. that's there's no uh film is such a collaborative sport. And it's an and it's an uphill battle. You don't want to be in a battle, an uphill battle, in a collaborative sport with someone who's that you got to combat with on a you know on an unhealthy manner, man. So you just you got to collaborate with cool folks, and and it, and it and it works so well when you got people who you and you get them.
0: I've seen the independent films where they did a Kevin Spacey where they did, they shot the gang near the whole movie and the person was just so reckless, they just went and said, you know what, we're gonna reshoot all them scenes again. Yeah, (laughs) it happens, don't get
2: get Kevin Spacey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Their homies are like, hey, I thought you was in that movie. like, oh well, I don't wanna talk about it. (laughs) You know?
1: I'm always joking that that's the and, and no I am I shouldn't say I'm joking I don't joke I'm I'm actually serious but it makes people laugh that that's why I sit all the way through the credits at every uh. single movie because somebody put love and time and effort and energy and something of themselves into this and if the very least that you can do is sit there and wait for those names to roll by on those credits. It, it yeah. it's an act of love. I mean, there is something sheerly powerful about bringing art mm-hmm. into life and who, yeah, it's, it, but, and, and like you said, you can tell when things collaboratively work together, it feels like it comes together. It's it just, it's,
2: Yes, you're 100 right. And also, what helps with that situation, you got to have a producer who's there for you as well. You know, because yeah, especially the day of, you're focusing on so many different things, performances, little kid running around. You got all these different elements that's rolling. You need a producer there who's going to help drive the day and make it happen. And I and and I had a, and I had a great producer with my producing partner, uh, Risha Archibald. She's always she's always there and making making it happen when it came to like, especially with daddy's big girl. She was on, she's on the ground and releases, making sure this person does this, this person's happy. Cause the producer's job is to make sure that the artists have everything that they need to do to be the, the most effective that they can. And uh, I, gotta give, I gotta give her kudos for that. Cause you know, it's, it's, it's a collaborative sport and you need your teammates. That's
0: right. So this part is very important in this uh, episode is because we really want This to be a call to action yes now for those who may not know please break down what i mean and how they can help support this film
2: okay so here's the thing daddy's big girl was selected by uh to be a national finalist in the gentleman jack real to real national short film competition what that means is that um everybody you know out of all the submissions of all around the united states uh jack daniels does this does this uh, film competition for, the, uh, for inclusion and also uh, stories that might not have been told in the mainstream every year. And um, it, they choose five, six films out of, uh, out of this process. I mean, uh, six films out of all the submissions uh, that they feel are stand out or need to get some attention. And they, uh, they, they put them in a run-in against each other uh, to see who's going to be the one film to win. Um, and you know the majority of the voting, the voting is going to happen by line. Or, you know, vote not the voting, the the, the the choice. The majority of the choice is going to fall with upon the team of, over at Jack Daniels and also their partners, which is Lionsgate and Cold Black Entertainment. But for uh, but there also is another element, which is an online voting element of this, that's going to represent a percentage of you know the vote as well. And and we would like, and we and, and we uh, appeal to everyone who's listening and watching to vote uh, for Daddy's Big Girl. Um, the link, uh, the link where you can go and vote is on all my social media at this present moment. And also, I'm pretty sure the good brother say is going to post the link up as well, where you can click on the link and it, and it shows you all the films. And all you also you can watch Daddy's Big Girl from this link from that, and then um, just go down and and click and vote for Daddy's Big Girl. Again, vote for Daddy's Big Girl. The other films are I I enjoy them. But vote for Daddy's Big Girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: the other ones are good but like he said, vote for Daddy's Big Girl. That's it's very important. So what I'm going to do is tonight I'm going to make a post uh on on all my uh you know Facebook, Instagram, all of that good stuff as well as in the show notes for this show I'm going to include the link directly to the video as well as the link to voting. And uh, we're gonna try to get as many people to go ahead and vote. Now, how,
2: until, how long do they have until they can vote? Thank you for bringing it up, I almost forgot. We have now, I think it's five more days. Oh, okay. Yeah, five more days, five or four more days to vote. So, and you can also, you can vote every day. So if you like it, if you like that big Big girls, I applaud, I, 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 I beg of you to vote twice. Just on the strength, Just, you know, you can vote. You can vote every day if you would like to, uh, on all your devices too if you would like. Um, you know, because I think it go through the IP address. But check it out. If you really like the film that much, vote for it as many times you, as you would like. Um, uh, yeah. So it's, it's but it's a countdown. It's short. It's a short window of time that they gave you. They gave us to uh, get to get the word out to have our people vote for it. I think they only give you one week to have your people come and vote for it. So time is of the essence. And um, I want you guys to go and check out the film. And if you like it, check out, you know, Vote for Daddy's Big Girl.
0: Yeah, and and, and I you would have to be dead or in a coma or just, or just uh, I don't know, dim-witted if you didn't like this film. It's a great film. Oh, man. And I'm sure that people will enjoy it. And make sure you vote. Get out there and vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll feel much better than... Uh now nah, let me stop. I was gonna say you yes, guys you know, going. For Henry, but uh, uh but uh no but no make sure you guys vote and uh also we, we have to support each other. We always say that we want people to to um, you know make great art and then when people do it, we don't support. So we
2: definitely need to support and this this support don't cost anything. You don't even have to buy a battle of jet. But here's the thing, but if we win, which I, uh, uh, Daddy's Big Girl win, which is great. There's a, uh, a $10,000 cash prize, which is great, which is amazing, which is going to go, uh, my, uh, is going to go uh, to my, uh, my portion is definitely going to go straight to uh, my feature that I'm writing called The V that we're going to be shooting. I'm, I'm, I'm working to be in production beginning of September, end of August, uh, at least in pre-production at that time. And I'm going to shoot this in St. Louis um so uh we're gonna you know we're gonna go straight today so by voting and helping us win this thing is going to go straight to another film that's going to tell an aspect of our society that i think that needs to be spoken about and um yeah and also we get flown down to adff the american black film festival put up and we're going to have a special screening uh a special screening sponsored by jack daniels uh Mm. of of daddy's big girl um during the festival, which is another accomplishment within itself, and I'm um, just being a part of it, I'm I'm humbled, I'm humbled and and thankful. But to win this thing would just help push forward art and help push forward my agenda of telling stories that need to be told about our people and not uh, but of, uh, but of the people, not just our people, of people of all people, you know.
0: You, you know what's it what's funny is when you're a filmmaker or or just a, someone in the arts there's no such thing as extra money because any so, money that you get
2: basically goes to your art right so yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: any money i get goes to my art everything everything comes in my pocket goes to my art like daddy's been second about that goes out of pocket goes to my art daddy big girl myself uh myself and brother Latham, we uh we we you know we 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 put out the bill we took we took care of the bill for that and you know? independent,
0: independent filmmakers, we dream of hitting the lottery so we can make more movies. Exactly. Damn
2: straight, Damn <laughs> straight. You know, oh man, I'm gonna go to Tahiti, I'm gonna go to, I do No, man, it's gonna, be, oh man, I hit this lottery, oh, I can direct my feature, man, I can <laughs> we it. We're We think we're the only people who think about hitting the lottery and going to work. I know, right?
1: Um, I, I, I'm always thinking that. I'm always thinking, what would you do if somebody gave you, you know, some huge amount of money, and I'm I'm always like I would close up my house and write for the next year. That's oh, it. Man. That's all I would do. Yep. Yeah. No kidding.
0: Yeah, it's 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 awesome. Now, um, also, uh, I have a short film that uh, that's going to go in production really soon, and Brother Damien's going to be in it. I'm very excited. It's called The Good Neighbor, yeah. and uh, you play a, a very key part of it. And so we're getting all of that together. So I'll I'll be looking forward to working with you and the great Mio Shabin, uh, will be involved in this, uh, project too, as well as, uh, Richie B. Jacobs. And we're still rounding out the cast. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, anytime you get a chance to, to do what you really love, it's a blessing. So I always look at it as, uh, you know, um, just getting out there grinding and making it happen so uh, i'll be looking forward to uh because I, I already you know I, w- I watch everything you do and i i use people like yourself as a as an example as you know someone you know i really check out like your work and other people and uh you know i get a lot of great ideas and a great just um you know it really powers you to want to create yourself and, you know, cause sometimes, you know, you can get down on yourself, yeah. you're not quite sure. And then, you know, and then you get inspired by, by uh, people, you know, and you're definitely a very inspirational person.
2: Oh, thank you, and very man. man. I appreciate I, it. I really you appreciate it. that. Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much, man. We push it, man. We all we got, we all we got. So we gotta, you know, we gotta protect us. We gotta protect each other. We gotta work for each other and we gotta make things happen for each other, man. And collaborate as much as possible you know just you know with your art man we got we got to do it we also just,
1: also hmm? if you're an indie filmmaker and you're listening and you need somebody to be your cheerleader you can call me i, I will be your personal cheerleader and help you to get that project done the uh, world needs more indie film yes
2: oh, thank you thank
1: That's you for sure.
0: all right so uh, one more one more time the call to action how can yeah. people support
2: Yes, you can support by going, uh, clicking on a link that's going to be in all my social media. Let me tell you my social media right now. Uh, it's real easy. It's Damien D. Smith, D. A. M. I. E. N. D. Smith. Uh, that's my social media handle on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And the link, uh, the link to it. And also, um, also you can go to um, uh, the gentleman Jack. Um, <clears throat> a uh, 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 short film competition, but um, that's another way to go. But you can click on the link in my social media. You can click on the link that's, uh, that the good brother Kente is about to put up and you're going to vote for Daddy's Big Girl. Um, and we're going to try to get us to go to, uh, push us down to South Beach so we can get going and get some more stories. Again, vote for Daddy's Big Girl as many times if you would, as you would like. At least you can vote on all your devices at least once a day.
0: All right, I'm, I'm gonna definitely do that myself. Um,
2: I, saw, I noticed there was an Earl Smith. Is that a relative of yours? Oh, no, he's not. Let me okay. Thank you for thank you for Earl Smith. Is not a, is not a relative, but he's a uh, he's a talented sound designer and composer. And I gotta give it and I, I want to give shouts out because I don't know if you guys enjoyed the score or if you heard the score, oh, but wonderful. it's all an original score and it's done by a good brother named Earl Smith and Shayshawn McPherson. And these brothers, Shayshawn is a brother who does. You check out Shai He's a he's a uh, violinist who's out of out of New York, who does, who does work all around the world, who's who's who scored things for the classical theater Harlem, TV shows, all type of things. This brother came and did it for a song. So he uh, he, he he played violins and and, uh, and Earl and Earl Smith, our, our sound supervisor. This brother uh, he mixed again. We had we were dealing with a uh, a three year old. So the levels of her voice sometimes are not, you know, always there. He was there. He he got in there, tinkered with everything, cleaned everything up, and also he plays the keys in the in, in the uh in the film as well. So and also he he positioned, he composed how does the score to the film. So uh, Shayshawn McPherson and Earl and um and Earl Smith, these brothers were the ones who's responsible. For uh, our our score of um, Daddy's Big Girl, I want to thank them, and also I want to thank Edwin uh, Edwin Morrow. He's he did the graphic design for the uh, for our poster. Our poster is great. I love it. Um, you'll be able to check that out as well if you go to my social media. He's a, he's a phenomenal graphic designer as well.
0: I, I would tell Earl after that score, I'd be like, "Yeah, we related." Uh, <laughs> what? I would tell Earl after he did that score for you, yeah, we related. We, oh, we, yeah, right? <laughs> we cousins. He <laughs> did an amazing job, so great. kudos to him. It was great, and everybody. Uh, it was great work. Uh, so, Jen, um, how can people get you on social media? And also, tell us about your website.
1: Uh, people can get me on social media at Following Bliss pretty much everywhere. And my website is critical laughs with 2 lscom
0: all right. And you can get me on Twitter at Kentay F, and as well as you can go to our website, IndyRadio.org. That's IndyRadio.org. Uh, we will be back uh, next Friday with an all-new episode of uh, The Spotlight. As well as uh, Tuesday, we're have a uh, we doing a, a show on uh, the TV series Black Sails as well. So yeah. ch- check that out. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll, we, we've we been on hiatus for a little while, but we're going to be doing shows more regularly. Looking forward to that. And you guys have a
2: great, beautiful weekend. We'll catch you next time. Right Thank here. you, Spotlight. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Peace. Peace.